All right. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Paranormal Peeps podcast. Say that five times really fast. Ready to go. Aha, you messed up. Um, we want to welcome you all here. We got a, we got the whole team together again, Yay. which is always fun. Uh, rec- running around the room here. Uh, to my left. Alisa. Alisa. Josh. Lord Josh. Jamie. Lady Jamie. Terry. Also la- Lady. I feel, we, we, I'm feeling a little we, left we have, out we here. Have some service, and I'm Lord Mike. Yeah, Elisa is is the peasant, but she's you know what? <laughs> she's also the most gifted among us, though. So yes, you have things that I have a piece of paper, but that's it. You can be in my court any day. Oh, thanks. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> our, yeah, you're welcome at our castle. They're actually fixing the Harling on our castle right now. Oh, so. that's so nice. You don't even know what that is, yeah, right? Not it's at like all. a stucco that they, a medieval <laughs> stucco they used to use. Um, it's been yeah, but I digress. Take a drink. <laughs> um, so we want to talk about some fun stuff uh, today. It's something actually we we started to we, we told you we'd come back, and we finally have uh, a year later. A year later, but to the better, episode better late than never. Yep. Uh, the a year ago uh, we talked about the t- different types of spirits, and we kind of used our classifications that you know a type one, you know, which is like a. Your regular grandma passed away, and she's a spirit. There's the type twos, which are kind of a little bit more malevolent, but they had bodies. And we talked about type threes, which are demonic or inhuman spirits. And uh, we said we could take a whole episode to talk about that, and we never came back to it. But we are now. But we are now. <laughs> so, uh, before we get into that, do we have any any anything exciting happened since the last episode? Nope. 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 No. No. Okay. We just show up. Your we'll house do. still peaceful? No yeah. more how did, how, you EVPs? Know. No, no, no more EVPs. Yeah, nothing, because, I mean, last time we, we talked about, you know, all the stuff. You guys had a lot of stuff going on here. Yeah, a we little did, bit. <clears throat> we did take care of that before that episode, though, so. Yeah, we did. Okay, so it's all quiet and mellow. Yeah, it's all quiet and mellow. Mostly. Okay. Except for when, when I you go. you know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> you can take care of it, but. Banging on the walls. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, then. Well, then let's just jump into it, so. Uh, who wants to go first? Yeah, let me go hey, first. Josh, why don't you, you just lead us off here, and we'll just kind of jump in and mock you when you're wrong. That's right. <laughs> just it's what we do. That's because this topic has so many. Oh, there's so oh. many interpretations. Uh, we we could go anywhere with this. Depends so. on which website you clicked on to read. <laughs> and, That's right. Oh, and the thing is, is, about 45 of them actually. And and probably the thing is, is we have a bunch of different interpretations, and who knows if any of them are actually. And we don't even right? we haven't even told them what the topic is yet. No, well we no. did. We did. <laughs> well, yeah, we're we're gonna really focus in on the demon portion of this, at least to start anyway. Um, so the interesting thing about demons is that, relatively speaking, the word demon is actually a modern or more modern construct. So the ancient world believed in both good and evil spirits, but they never actually used the word demon. So that actually came about from the Greeks. Um, they had a word called daemon, uh, which actually just means spirit or divine power. So it's really not even what we think of a demon, right? Which is like right. uh, Annabelle and uh, you know something the, evil, something evil, right? Um, but you know, there's like. If you look at the the religious cultures, like the Jews, the Judaism, there's really not any mentions of demons there. Islam, there's no mention of demons, but they have what are called jinn. So, um, and then if you look at the, like the ancient Mesopotamians and other cultures, like demons 
aren't there. Um, Buddhism doesn't have demons. So it's really Judeo-Christian beliefs that actually have the demons that use the words. But those other religions believe in evil spirits? They believe in evil spirits, but they also believe that the evil spirits can also be good. So they're both malevolent and benevolent. Uh, so like your big brother who's a jerk, but we still love him? <laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. So it's it's such a different thing, right? Um, and I think it's it's when you get into the cultural – or the, the religious and cultural path where you you run into these things. And that's why, like for us, like demons and those things, we were ingrained right. growing up. Right. You know, whether whatever your teaching was, you know, you've heard of at least a demon of, or two or maybe just Hollywood TV. So – um, but, uh, the Christian scholars believe that there's actually two essentially paths of belief of demons. Um, one is the, um, Adamic, uh, which ties the fall of man, uh, by to, or with Adam and Eve. Uh, and that's how demons came about with the, the first temptation and, and so on. Um, the other one is the, so I pronounce it Enochic. Um, but I believe I was wrong or potentially wrong. Enoch. Uh, it's not to say that you're wrong. It's just we've always heard it and learned it as Enoch. Enoch. So it would be Enochic. Or en- Enoch even. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But yeah. it's all the same, right? Um, but that is actually the belief of the fall of angels uh, during the Antedevelian period, uh, which is the pre-flood period of time. So it would be somewhere before, potentially before creation, around creation to flood. Um, there's not a whole lot like people – have on that, like, you know, no one knows when the fall occurred. They just knew that it happened. Well, we believe, I mean, in the LDS culture, we believe we know that. So do you want me just to go on, we'll go yeah, on with it? Okay. Go ahead and we'll, we'll jump back. Okay. So I don't know a lot about other religions. And I even within the whole Christian world, there's a lot of different interpretations and beliefs on things. And uh, we were talking about some of these before we recorded but in the LDS culture, we believe that we were all we all lived together with our heavenly Father, with our you know with God before we came to Earth, and that we a, a plan was put forth, and they said, "All right, we're going to send you to Earth. You're all going to make mistakes, so we need someone to be a savior, right, to help you." And there were two plans that were put forth. Heavenly Father put forth His plan, and Lucifer, the son of the morning, put he put forth His plan, and. Part of uh, God's plan was that his son would come in and would be our savior and would atone for our sins. And Lucifer's like, no, I have a plan. I'm just going to make you be good. And then we're all getting back to heaven because, you know, I'm going to make sure you're good. You have no free will. You have no free will. But God wanted you to be able to choose. And so it was. And so then there was like, essentially, just for for the sake of time, there was a vote that was put forth and, you know, we all voted. And we all have a body and we're all here, so we all voted one way. Well, those who followed Lucifer or Satan, because they voted wrong or rebelled and said, we don't want God's plan, they were cast out and they were kicked out. And that's where. And they didn't get a body. And then. So, would that have been before creation? That would have been before creation. Okay. Yeah. So, which actually still falls into the Antedevelian period. Right. right, It's just uh, when, right? Like, if it's before creation. When? I don't know. Don't, right. Yeah. Exactly. Nobody, yeah, nobody knows. God's yeah. time versus our time. I don't think we we can't comprehend In, anything other than what we know. Hours, minutes, years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The, the the concept of eternity 
is mind-boggling to us in itself. I know exactly what the concept of attorney is because um, what's her name? Played Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour created a bracelet that is shaped <laughs> like an eight and it's called an eternity bracelet. And it just goes this like this. And because she created that, I know what eternity is. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, my goodness. That's perfect. Just kidding. Um, You're like, why do we even allow him to come back? Right? <laughs> well, like we always say, the, the time for ghosts on their side is completely different than time for us. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's just, it, it's entirely different animal mm-hmm. altogether. So uh, the Enochic uh, traditions are based off of uh, the books of Enoch, which there are actually two main books of it. Uh, the first book was written about third or fourth century B.C., and the second book was written about the 7th century AD. So the the second book uh, actually, if you look at the canon of the Bible, the New Testament, stuff like that, neither one of them are actually included in the, the biblical canon. However, the Ethiopian, uh, the church in Ethiopia, actually has the second book as part of their canon. And they're actually ones that brought it to uh, to the Europe during that time frame so that everyone started to uh, adopt those types of traditions. Um, and so like there's been, you know, there's been many authors uh, throughout time that have written about demons and, and those things, but there's the less, there's the lesser keys of Solomon and the grimora of Pope Honorus. Um, and both of them been published well after the, the author's death um, about 17th and 18th century AD. Um, and that's where, uh, the Anakic traditions were actually being accepted. So that for the time frame for that's about 15th to the 19th century. And so if you think about it, that's only, you know, 1400 to 1800. So it's pretty recent in our history. And that's just for the term demon or the, the word demon. That's actually the study of demons. Oh, so demonology. So yeah, demonology, and so okay. like the the book of lesser the, the sorry the book of lesser keys of Solomon breaks down demons into different ranks, and so they have like the kings, the dukes, the princes, uh, the marquis, the counts, the presidents. This is totally a medieval thing. Oh yeah. yeah, and one night of hell, one night, one night. So supernatural. That sounds like a total movie, right? I was just gonna say that. <laughs> the nights of hell. That sounds like a biker gang. No, yeah. just one night of hell. Yeah. Yeah. How we? How we? You know how exclusive for that one? <laughs> That's a lot of work. Then, if, if like you're the only one. Yeah, the only one. Does he ride around on a on a on a steed of flaming eyes? No, he does have a horse though. Does he? Like, yeah. is it like the headless horseman? No, they just which looks like a lot like honestly, looks actually, a lot like uh, Christopher Walken. It looks like an old dude with a gray beard that rides on a horse and carries a sharp stick. <laughs> sharp Santa? stick. That's all he gets is a sharp stick. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> you're, the knight, you're the knight of hell, and all you get is a stick. <laughs> Poke you. That sir. see that in itself is hell, <laughs> right? It's like, it's like here, go slay these people. It's like with what? Uh, here's a stick. Good luck. <laughs> right. Probably not very good at his job. I don't know. Terry got the Christopher Walken joke. I sure did. It's, in the movie Sleepy Hollow, mm-hmm. um, Been a long with, with Johnny time. Depp, the headless horseman is played by it Christopher, Christopher Walken, Walken. Mm-hmm. and he looks terrible. <laughs> All the sharp teeth, it's like sharp that he teeth, has, and yeah. like a little spiked up hair. Just, just go Google it. Wasn't Christina Ricci in that one? She yes. was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
She was blonde. It, it was it was not a great show, but no. nonetheless. Yeah, I barely remember that. It, it, it's Christopher Walken. I mean, come on. No, that's true. He's he's, he's a funny. He's guy. like, I am here for your head. <laughs> I sound like Dracula. I, <laughs> but the thing I is, am is a like, knight of the, the demon order. <laughs> I don't know. I can't do it. That was a little better. He also likes Warm Dr Pepper. <laughs> yes, yes. The 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 individual or the character? <laughs> are they are they this, aren't they the same? <laughs> it might be. There are no characters. They're just really people. Like Johnny Depp is really a pirate. You didn't know it. <laughs> but is he also a guy with scissor hands? Yes. Yeah. All so he's up. a he's a he's a pirate with scissor hey, hands. Demons can be whatever they want to be. So oh, they yeah. can Are you we, calling Johnny Depp a demon? Dude, all, ha- all Hollywood actors. <laughs> I think all aren't, aren't all Hollywood actors and actresses demons. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> and if they Johnny their, Depp is if, my favorite though. I if they sell their soul at crossroads, sure. To be a Oh yeah, yes. Oh. That goes back to Supernatural. How many movies and TV titles or. can we sink into <laughs> one topic? Yeah. I know we've only been talking for like, what, five, five minutes? Yeah, five. and we got four. <laughs> Do good. I don't know. I just don't trust them. They're shifty. So what's interesting is uh, I think like those who are, are uh, Christian or Judeo-Christian, that we, we know who King Solomon is. Um, son of David, right? So, I didn't know this, but the Quran has mention of King Solomon as well. And in there, he actually had captured um, and had jinn, and so in this case it would be like an Islamic demon, um, working for him in bondage. So, he had actually captured 72 jinn, and he ended up summoning uh, the king or the chief jinn, and the chief jinn's name is Fugatus, 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 I, I guess. Something. Or Fugatus. It's a Q. F-U-Q-T-U-S. That's what he did. He fucked us. Anyway, this this chief demon or jinn actually gave Solomon all the names of the 72 and their ways of afflicting individuals. So King, or, uh, King Solomon eventually, when he bound them, he bound them to a brass vessel, tossed it into the ocean. It was then found by the Babylonians, and they thought it was treasure, so they broke it open. And then they Pandora's re- box, man. You don't open those things. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and then they released all 72 demons back into the world. Well, the 72 demons and all of their legions. So, yeah, that's a pretty big messed up. So what I thought was, though, I was like, wasn't the Babylonians before King Solomon? Which is true, except there was a second rise of the Babylonians in 625 BC, which is about 300 years after Solomon. Yeah, I saw the movie. 300? 300 BC. No, that's the... That's the Trojans. (laughs) There's another movie. Those are are Trojans. (laughs) Totally Spartans, wrong. remember? Sparta. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he tried. I'm, I'm a hyperactive mind. What can I say? So that is, uh, yeah, that's the, the ancient history of so demons in general. Ancient history of demons. Okay, so what do, what do we think that demons are now? Like, what are, what are our beliefs? What, have, what has changed from then till now? 
in what we believe what demons are. Well, a lot, actually. Right. And and part of that, right, is because of the spiritual movement, the spiritualist movement that right. ended up happening. Because um, it's hard to take spirituality out of spirits. Yeah. It, right. right. Yeah, well, kind of in the are, name, right? They are mentioned in the New Testament as well. They are. That's where that's and where so, the first mentioned. But remember, the first, the New Testament is. But we're looking at this is written or translated, A.D. in what fifteen? Well, King James version of the Bible was translated in and put together uh, after fifteen ninety seven. That's, right. that's when King James came in. So that's the interesting part is if we look back um, into the fifteen hundreds, right? Which is the time of the Enochic period where we started, you know, getting into the demon pieces where we started studying demons in general. Um, there was a man by the name of Reginald Scott. He wrote a book called the disgorge of witchcraft. And he was actually credited for being the first demonologist of England. What's funny is he was actually out to disprove the beliefs of the the church at the time. So the church believed that, you know, witches and demons were, were, were a thing. And if you were convicted of witchcraft, they were going to kill you. You know, that was well, rightly. So that's what right. we do now. She's a witch. She's a witch. Chop May her head. Burn her. <laughs> but it was a, dis, a disproportionate amount of elderly and the poor and the, like the disadvantage that were witches. Yeah. That's how you get rid of the, riff, the riffraff. Right. So he was trying to say that it was all a, that Spirits and demons and those things were all part of the mind. And that's, it was just an illusion. So, but even though, like, so the, just going back to the Bible, right? So, obviously they were talking about something. So, even if it wasn't called a demon, depending on whatever it was called, whatever it was translated by these monks to mean, Mm -hmm. these, whoever wrote the books of the Bible. So, you're looking at, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Twelve apostles. You know, the apostles, they were referencing demons, you know, in their writings. Right. Because they wrote. In Greek. Or, or, I don't know what they wrote in. Hebrews. Roman and Greek. Which which were the prevalent languages of the time. But, yeah. So, anyway, they've been around a long time. Yeah, they have. So, what's funny is in 1597, King James IV, or King James I, depending on if you're talking about Scotland or England. Yeah, he's he's in my family tree. I'm just going to say it right here. That's actually kind of cool. Peasants. (laughs) (laughs) thanks a lot yeah thanks a lot well actually you know thanks for the king james bible well actually it was so like his grandpa is like is the line where it goes to so he's kind of like a little branch back down but still which makes his cousins kind of like cousins 65 times removed oh i don't know it's like that's (laughs) that's math i don't know (laughs) um but he wrote uh a book uh called it's basically a book called Demonology, mm-hmm. essentially. And it was back in 1597. And it actually talks about magic and necromancy, um, which at that time, necromancy was a prediction of the future by communicating with the dead. Uh, it also had witchcraft and sorcery and the uh, spirits and specters. And he believed that demons were actually under the control of God and that they were used as a rod, essentially, as a, hey, you've been bad. Whack. I'm going to hit you with the demon. Like a punishment? Yeah. See, that's why the knight only needed a stick. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he had the power of the big guy with him. Carries a switch. So, 
But that was, I mean, and so that's, you know, 1597. So that's mm-hmm. still like, you know, different than what we believe today. Right. Oh, very. Yes. Yeah. And so. Extremely different. But if you think about it, like King James at that time would have been like the leader of the Catholic Church. Um, Protestant. Pro- well. Well, yeah, no. Sorry. Okay. He was a steward. So he was Catholic. They were Catholics. Yeah. So. Which is interesting, right? And and Ran, uh, uh, Reginald Scott was actually Protestant. And so, which there's, you know the whole Protestant reclamation and all that fun stuff through history. But um, yeah, it's such a different belief than what we have. But I think maybe at that time they couldn't handle, I don't know. I, I mean, my mind is going off in all these different directions as I'm listening to you talk and stuff. Well, they also believe but, that, you know, if you were sick, they just put leeches on you and cure you. So or bloodletting, <laughs> you know, that's, that's effective medicine. I don't know why we have to just force you to take a pill. Right. <laughs> it's like, I got sick, get the leeches. Yeah. But no, um, there, there's a lot of things we know now that they did not know then. You know, there's a lot of truths that were lost over the history of time that were lost. I mean, that's why they call it the Dark Ages. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just because it was really dark and the sun didn't come out. Um, it was also a darkness of... Knowledge. Of knowledge. You know, the... the yeah, I'm, I'm blanking on what I say. <laughs> no, but no yeah, it, but it really no, was. like it People was... didn't know that, how to write. They didn't know how to... It was just basically... A darkness. It was, and then you you look at the what they call the Enlightenment, right? We're getting to the Renaissance, yeah. And you know, all of a sudden, people are learning to read. The Bible is produced. It's it's mass produced. Yeah. Um, pe- you know, universities come about, and inventions come about, and just look how far we've come. So, what would you call like a demonic spirit now? What would you, Fred? Not a name. <laughs> Type didn't three. Say give it a name. <laughs> it's characteristics. You little piece of sh. <laughs> Get out here. What do you mean characteristics? Like okay, so before it was said that a demon was something that God would send down to use mm. and so how would whip you, you back describe and stri- it? Yeah. So how would you describe in it modern now? times? Yeah. Oh. How would you describe it in modern times? Go for it. Me? She yeah. asked you. <laughs> I'm not asking anyone. That's the table. Anyone. I I think it would, you know, in my opinion, it's it's an evil entity that is trying to persuade you to do things that are not in a in a righteous way or in a right way or right. you know things that make you happy. They're trying to make you miserable. Also. Go ahead. Go, Jamie. Go, Also, I think that they prey on the weak. Those that are down and severely depressed, I think that they go in for the kill, so to speak. That's where you get your inner demons. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that's when you get, like, your depression and Mm -hmm. you have a lot of, like, your inner demons. Well, I wouldn't, like... And it, that's not to say that depression comes from demons. No, I'm no, not saying that. No, it is. no, 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 no. But no, you've no, got, you know, but you, it, you've got ones that influence you, but then you also have like your own mind, like yes. internal. Because it can make you go demons. into a bad, mm-hmm. deep place. It takes right. you further down. Right. Yeah, I was going to say that they're almost like masters of deceit and deception. Master of lies. Yeah. Well, who's, who do they follow, right? Who do they serve? Satan. Satan. Satan is known as the father of lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly, and that's all he exists to do is to deceive, yeah. and so that's what they are about. They are all about deceiving you and to lead you astray, mm-hmm. and to cause you to be miserable. Yeah, and, and see, to, yeah, and yeah. now it's we believe that that they're not from Heavenly Father; yeah, they're that not, they're from Satan, and they're yeah, yeah. under Satan. They are. There's God, and there's anti God. There's not God, <laughs> and they are all that is 
anything against God. <laughs> See, no. I think that I think King James came across that mentality because, like, the book that he wrote was really not biblical teaching; it was his own thought processes, right? right. But there's a part of there's the book of Job in the Old Testament, and that is a, a section <laughs> where it talks about God and Satan having a conversation mm-hmm. and God allowing Satan to do things to Job. And so I'm wondering if that's not where he kind of like drew that line and said, oh, you know, well, you know, they know each other and, and God obviously is the, you know, in control of everything. So he's going to, you know, allow them to do their things because, you know, he can stop them if he wants. But he only did that to Job. I don't think he does that to everybody else. I mean, he did that to Job because Job was so righteous that he's like, I, I, I'd bet my money on Job. I don't think God would do that to the rest of us. I mean, he, he, <laughs> he probably, he probably knows, at least me. He's like, whatever, don't tempt that guy. But he allows us to have the choice yeah. to make those choices. And if we want to, if I want to invite demons into my life, God's going to let me do it. He's not very happy about it, but... It's going to happen. He'll, he'll, let, he'll let us make that. Yeah. And suffer the consequences. See, I think them of them at times of of like the the tempter, like the little thing in the like I don't know, Bugs Bunny, not Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Daffy Duck was a good one, right? He had the the angel on one shoulder and the demon on uh-huh. the little devil on the other, right? So did Donald Duck. Oh, that's true. Donald Duck. <laughs> a did lot too. of them did. <laughs> Bugs Bunny did too, didn't he? I don't remember. Um, but I I do think that at times they're they're the tempters, the the ones that kind of like poke you to do things. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um. And there was a book written by uh, C.S. Lewis called The Screwtape Letters. If you haven't read it, it's a great book. I've heard of it. Um, I've never read it. It's actually a book written from the demon's point of view. Oh. So there's that this nice. Yeah. So there's this demon who's trying <laughs> to tempt his, you know, his uh, consort, his human, and he's failing, right? Because his his uh, um, his human is finding Christianity, and so he's <laughs> talking about all the things that you can do to like. St- to to mess them up and to to make them trip up, and it's a, it's a very interesting uh, thing. It's a, written as a book of letters, essentially. Mm-hmm. So I kind of think of it that way. Um, like there's like you know someone they have to report to. Like this is your job. You're the under demon. Well, right, right. Punch the clock. Just like angels would report would would answer to somebody in heaven, a higher you know archangels or or God or Mister Cronk. Yep. Oh, there's a picture of. Uh, oh yeah, for, Carrie for, found a picture for, of... for the for the, the the new people that don't know who Daffy Duck is because <laughs> our daughter oh, would not know who Daffy Duck that's is. That's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, that is so sad. <laughs> it, it is sad, but at the same time, it's it is what it is. Yeah. The Kronk from Emperor's New Groove had yes. the, the the devil and the angel. That's a good that's example. That's right. That is a good example. <laughs> that's more current. Yes. Yeah, that is more current. <laughs> but. Uh, but no, I, I think I think you asked what do we think of they are today. So just like again, I think I'm probably reiterating something I already said. You know, there are those spirits who left heaven, who were cast out, and they're here amongst us, and they're here just to cause havoc mm-hmm. and make us miserable. Make yes. us miserable. And if we, the thing is that we're we're blessed with is that we have the power to resist them. Right? We we can be a. They can affect us. That's just like a you know someone is the bully at school. They can sit and make fun of you and make fun of you, but it only works if you let it in. Well, and that's why I think the weakness part, right? Jamie touched on that. Like they wait, they wait until you're weak. Yeah, your lowest. When you're your lowest. They're kind of like scavengers in that way, you know. That's a good way to put they it. They will. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. really or good way to put or you it. can just invite them in. Yep. 
Yeah, but you seek them and you want them. Yeah. Hence the Ouija boards, which you, you is look why like some, we tell you. You no. look like you have some apprehension yeah. on that, Josh. What's that? What are you thinking? When no. I said you invited me, in, you're like, well, yeah. No, it's just like, why? Why would why you? Why would that? You? Why yeah. would you? Do I know, but there are people out there that know. do. Oh, there's well, no, plenty of them. There are, and yeah. I, I think some of them are just they're of that mindset of like, look, they're not real, and so mm-hmm. I'm going to prove or prove whatever. that they're not real. Yeah, and well, then... yeah, there's people that mindset, but there's also okay, you have us in our religion that follow God, but then there's those that worship Satan, and that's right. That's what they want in their life. That's what they choose to follow, and that's who they worship. That's yeah. who they. So they invite that into their life. But you can also invite them in unknowingly. It's not like you're seeking out saying, I want to fight a, I want to invite a demon to my, my house. But they live in a world of chaos. They thrive off of chaos. Mm-hmm. They thrive off of, you know, God's house is a house of order. And right? that's scriptural. But, you know, chaos is what, and war and anger and hate. And all those, those are the things that Satan likes. And so those dark entities, they, they're drawn to that. So, and not to get preachy with things, but... You know, if you're li- doing things in your life that are not in accordance with with God or with the light, then and so you know, then you're, you're kind of opening those things up. So just coming from it, like I said, from an LDS standpoint, you know, we we're taught we don't drink, we don't smoke, we don't watch pornography, we don't engage in in unholy practices, you know, or whatever. We, and by living in those kind of things, you kind of bring it in. You know, if you're doing drugs, well, you're you're lowering your defenses. Mm-hmm. You know, if you get sloshed, you're lowering your defenses and those things, they kind of come in because like, oh, look, there's a little opening. Right. And, and I mean, even go just, ahead. yeah. Well, and that's why we say, you know, when you go on a, a public investigation, you don't show up inebriated with alcohol or on drugs Mm-mm. for that very reason. You leave yourself very open. Yep. But when we, when we used to go to people's houses, you know, and we'd go in and we'd show up and we didn't, what's going on here? You called us here. Something's going on. A lot of times, more often than not, there are things in their lives that were amiss. And it's like, okay, well, you know, you got to get this stuff in order or or else it's going to keep coming back. Yeah. Or it's, I found a lot of the time too, it was um, a family member that came to stay with them for a while, like a son or a daughter that moved out, but now has moved back in because their lives have changed in in a bad way and maybe they lost their job. And so now they're drinking and and getting into things that they mm-hmm. shouldn't and watching uh, terrible movies, you know, things like that, where it just draws in that evil spirit. And so when that happens, it's funny because the parents are like, I didn't know. How did this, how could this happen? I live such a, a good life and let it, you know, whatever. And then you're like, well, have you seen your kid's bedroom walls? Like, look what's all, look at all those posters that are like devilish looking, right? And what are they into? What are they looking at? And I mean, there's even been investigations where I've been on that they've had like a Satan's Bible and or oh or a Ouija board in their room or, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, hello, <laughs> these yeah. are like and, and trigger wonder, objects. And they wonder how why these things are there. It's like, well, really? Well, and then one of the common things when we go to the house clearing is like, they notice they're fighting a lot more. We're having arguments a lot more. Yep. And then after we clear the house, it's like, oh, we don't fight as much as we used to. Uh-huh. We don't, you know, and so... Right. It, it you can feel the difference. Yep. Yeah, because they're, they're trying to cause chaos, right? They're trying yeah. to cause that that uh, that separation in your in your mentality. So, and and that goes into like possession, right? Like, yeah, is that like possession is not like a, a walk in the house and oh, uh, possessed? No, no, it, it's a it's a process. It's a process. 
it goes through suppression and then eventually gets to the point of possession but it takes a it can take a while it takes a while and it, it, you know it does depend on your mentality too but you, you'll find that uh, and this is where i mean demons are cowards right they will never take on all of us you know they what what they thrive on is they, they work at it and they pit they pick at little things and pick at it and they get you alone yeah they separate you from your friends they, they cause you to to withdraw so mm-hmm. that you're kind of, and they make you think you're crazy, and then no one wants to talk to you. Because and that you're, you're alone. And that you're alone, and nobody is there for you. Nobody right. loves you. And then once they can get you away, it's kind of like, the, like take a bunch of, uh, a uh, what do they call it, a pride of lions. You know, they don't just go attack a whole herd. They separate one from the herd. They right. separate a smaller, weaker one. Yep. Yeah. And then. And then jump. And then they, they, they go on and on. And demons yeah. work the same way. Um, and they're, they're, like I said, they're cowards. They won't take on all of us. So the the interesting thing is because demons, you know, are around, right? I'm sure we've ran into them, right? For sure. So what are some of the cases that you've we've ran into them? What are some of the times that we've ran into them? <laughs> well, I don't know. You want to talk about the, the Fort Douglas time? Oh, we sh- most definitely need to talk about that one. <laughs> Let's tell some stories. Let's tell some stories. Story okay, time. share time. Um, so they were having, and I don't remember what it was called. Paracon, ParaUnity, but it was a version of a paranormal it's conference, a paranormal conference. Uh, up at Fort Douglas, and they did uh, that evening a ghost hunt, um, which started off in chaos to it begin was, with. Oh my God. It was the whole such thing. A mess. The whole it thing was, was a mess. mess. It was awful. It was they doomed. oversold it. It, it was, was doomed to begin it with. It was awful. <laughs> but Josh and I kind of went in one little corner of this big room, and I don't remember what building it was. Do you? It's the officers, like in, the officers' quarters, the officers' club, right? That that big main building that we yeah. all started in. Where oh, we started. so that was where the chip coffee reading was in that building yes. the next yeah. day. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, and Terry was supposed to be our uh, our guide. Oh yeah, exactly. But Josh and I kind of, you know, they said, "Hey, go investigate." So Josh and I kind of found a little corner in this big room, and we started talking with something with the rods and. Uh, we established that it was a type three, you know, um, and we we're asking questions. And then Terry came over and she says, hey, we got. And so we told her and she pulled out her rods and she confirmed everything we got, which was cool. Um, and a little later, we had this husband and wife come over and this was their first time ever doing anything like this. You know, they watched the shows. They were intrigued. They thought, hey, let's try it out. So they come over and they ask us some questions and we're sitting, you know, they, they're like, what do you got? And we go, well, we got a type three. And they're like, well, what's that? And so we kind of, you know, we start explaining it. And the husband, you could just see the color leave his face. And his mouth just kind of gaped open a little bit. And he turned around. He just walked off. <laughs> so I think we kind of scared him just yeah. a little bit. He didn't quite know what he was getting into. He, no. didn't, yeah, he didn't think it was going to take that sort of a turn. So We didn't either, though. I, I mean, we didn't either. No. It was actually a little shocking because you're like, are you male? No. Female? Female? No. no. Ever had a human body? No. no. Oh, it was one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was interesting. That was like the first thing we contacted with too. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. And you don't go looking for those things. Like we never go looking mm-hmm. for type threes um, of any sort. But, you know, you do, when when you do what we do, you happen to run into them every now yeah. and again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that one ended up having to be summoned to that location for whatever off mm-hmm. the wall reason. But yeah. It was there. It was there. And they didn't want to leave. No. Mm-mm. So what about you, Terry? What and you got? I don't got much. 
She's never encountered a demon in her life. Number one. Mm. Sure you have. My husband. Yeah. <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> Grumpy. And it never leaves. No, you got to remember with me being like a natural shield, and I don't get a whole lot of bad stuff around me. Right. Oh, happening very often. That's true. And anything that is bad that's happening, the minute I show up, it just like goes away. Yeah, except for that one. But that, he, it, oh, it did. It actually it, went on the other side of the room. It talked to us for a little bit. But yeah. it didn't really do much other than just talk to me. I mean, I've talked to him like on the dousing rods and stuff, mm-hmm. but like anything scary involving anything like that just kind of just doesn't happen when I'm around. Because <laughs> wow. yeah. even with like my husband, like when he's with me, like we had one of our mediums say one time, like, why does all the crazy stuff happen when you're not here? And then when you leave, all the crazy stuff happens. <laughs> 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 just because me just being a natural shield, a lot of that stuff just kind of disperses. So, so if you want stuff to happen, can carry out of the room. <laughs> when you want well, to go away, invite her back well, in. Well, the thing is, is like I there was one time we were at Benson Gris Mill. We were thought we were talking to um the one kid Kevin. Yeah. And um I could just feel the weight of the dousing rods change and then I'm like, "You're not Kevin." And then we realized it was that demonic guy in the bot in the basement mm-hmm. down in there that Yeah. I can't remember his name. And I was like, all right, well, I'm just not going to talk to you then. And I just put the dousing rods down because I don't muddle with that stuff. Yeah. So, but I mean, other than that, I really, I really don't have a whole lot. No, I get it. <laughs> we don't, we don't make a habit of talking to them. We yeah. Just, well, oh, see, no. and even, even when I was on the other team, I didn't go on a whole lot of house clearings that had those type of things. I didn't do a whole lot of that stuff. Mm. That's why Mike has more I did. I got lots of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At least when you go next. So, um, I would say the main one that, like jumps out at me is, you know, I was on the other team and with Mike and Terry and we went on to a house call and uh, <clears throat> they'd been having things go on at their house for quite some time. And they'd been there multiple times in the past and it just wasn't going away. And so we decided to get the big guns out basically and, and do like a massive cleaning of the house. And uh, you could feel uh, the difference when you walked in from upstairs versus downstairs, because as soon as you walk down the stairs and you got to that, the basement, I mean, it, it, this is a very nice house. Like it, it wasn't, it was kept clean. Like a lot of times, like when you run into this stuff, the house is a mess, right? It smells bad. Like it's like a hoarder situation. Yeah. And uh, this time, you know, house was nice and clean and it just wasn't something that you would expect. But you walk downstairs and it was like you ran into a thick wall of heavy cloud. Like it was just so heavy and thick in there. And so you could just feel the difference when you walked in. And like they didn't even look at me or they didn't even say anything to me. They just looked at me and saw that it was like it was almost like I ran into a wall. And I was like, holy cow. Who's Who's they? Everybody. Uh, Gary. Oh, the people on the team. The people they were investigating with. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, so we when we were down there, um, we decided, you know, to uh, figure out what this is, talked with it, had a little bit of an EVP session, and uh, one of the investigators was like, it's an elemental, you know, because it had been uh, messing with uh, the temperature of the water tank and all the fish died because it made the water too hot and like it was just doing like all these crazy weird things now for me in in my personal opinion i don't really believe in elementals 
I really don't believe in that kind of thing. I think they're all the same. <laughs> you know, it, they're demons. They're, you know, type threes. They're all type threes. Maybe they just some have different abilities than others. Um, but anyway, so um, once he went like that and he's like elemental, then I got this EVP on my recorder that was like, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> like just like that. It was a dark male or a dark, a deep male voice. Mm-hmm. And of course we didn't hear it then. Right. So we start playing uh, choir music, like church choir music really loud. I hate that. And started ringing bells. And it was just like, it was almost like chaos just entered the room. It, it, instead of it being like a calmer, heavy, you know, feeling, it was all sudden like heavy and chaos at, at the same time. You made it mad. Yeah. And so like it was going crazy, like bouncing off the walls kind of feeling. And so uh, we went into a room and decided to, you know, play the, we got it into just one room, cranked up the music, cr- you know, did everything that we needed to, to, to get it out of there. Um, and then it was like, all of a sudden, everything just stopped. Everything was still and very calm and peaceful. And it was like the, the weight that you felt, the thickness that you felt in that room dissipated. So we're like, okay, dude, keep playing that music. (laughs) Keep it going on all the time. Like, oh, it was crazy just how heavy that felt. And normally with like a, say like a type two or a type one, you're not going to feel that very heavy, thick Mm -mm. feeling. You're going to feel like, oh, he's kind of yucky. Like he doesn't feel like super great. Right. And that's when you're like, okay, that's like a type two. And then when you're just kind of like, oh, it just feels different in here, you know, type one kind of feeling, but like, it doesn't give you the heebie-jeebies. This is like, oh crap, should I be here? You know, I feel terrible. That's when you know, it's like, all right. Super uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. Well, and that one was actually particularly good one. I mean, I, kn- I didn't go on the, any of those. Um, that was just slightly before I joined the team. Mm-hmm. But I know enough of the stories and the cases, the case yeah. that that one was probably... You know, our, our friend Castle, yeah, um, who was the leader of the team, was heavily involved in all of that. Um, he has said that that's pretty much the biggest one he's ever gone up against. Is that one the one in Tooele? Right. Yeah. Which that never one in got solved. They never solved that one. They left it because but, it was too bad. It was too much for them out there. That one turned, was a possession. Yeah, that one was a possession. But this one, uh, yeah, they call him Larry. Yep. They named Larry. And yep. Larry's amongst the ones that we've come across is among the more powerful. Um, but yet, um, he was, uh, he was, I was, I was listening to the old podcast where he's talking about that, uh, earlier today, actually. And he says, but on the whole scheme of things, you know, I mean, like one to 10 said, he's probably only about a three and a half. Right. Which you know, actually kind of freaks you out. Cause it just scares me out. What's yeah. a 10? What's a 10? Right. I don't <laughs> want to know. I don't want to know what a five is. <laughs> well, the thing is, is like, it's like, okay, dude, what were you doing to make this? Because you guys went back to that house several a times lot. trying to figure that out. Yeah, yeah. And so I think when it comes to stuff like this, it's like, okay, what are you doing behind the scenes that's welcoming this thing in? Because how many times we got to get rid of this, you know? And and I think at that point, that's when you have to be honest with yourself and say, okay, really, what am I doing? What kind of a lifestyle am I living? What am I trying to hide? 
and just get it out and be done with it because that's the type of stuff that's going to keep it recurring because, I mean, we can only do so much, right? So it's like, hey, come take care of our house. We need we need this gone. But we still have this Ouija board and we still like to play with it every once in a while or whatever. But it's like, no, you've got to get rid of that. Because mm-hmm. we've had clients trying to call us to come back. It's like, will you get rid of your Ouija board? No. Then we're not coming back. There's no point. There's no back, point yeah. in us coming to try to put a Band-Aid on it if you're not willing to get rid of that Ouija board. Because that's all it's going to do. That's all it's ever going to do is just put a little you Band-Aid on it. put a little on Band-Aid it. on it for a couple months and then you're right back to where you were at. Yep. So... So I've ha- actually run into a, a, a few more of these just because, and, and I think some of these, you know, you guys have probably been around as well. I just don't remember them all. But some of the more poignant ones, um, if you are an investigator, if you've ever been to an uh, investigation, if you're from Re- in the Utah area, there's a place called, uh, Les- was called, it's not anymore. doesn't exist anymore. It was anymore. Leslie's yeah. Family Tree Restaurant in Santa Cruz, so right? One of my favorite places to investigate. I probably investigated there more than... than anywhere honestly um but we used to host a lot of public investigations there and so you you've probably heard us talk about uh lucy or if you know me you've heard me talk about (laughs) lucy the demon in the basement yes um she's famous i mean ghost adventures have been there they've talked to lucy zach's called her out um see it was there in the basement there where i felt that thickness one time yes yeah you can just feel that heaviness and it's hard to breathe and you're like yeah yeah it's soupy that's lucy yeah so uh, one of the things that uh, about Lucy is uh, she kind of guards a portal there, but she likes to portray herself as we call her. I mean, but Lucy portrays herself as like a, a young girl, maybe eleven or twelve, but she can't replicate eyes. And so that's something about that's about demons that we haven't really touched on is yeah because they've never had a, a body they can't replicate a perfect form. So if you ever see like a demon something. manifest something, they're always missing something. Like So for Lucy, it's like a little girl, but that, like the section where her eyes would be is just black. It's just dark. No There's eyes. just no eyes. They'll no, be missing a finger. Not even, it's, not like, it's not like no like empty eye sockets. It's just that there's just... Nothing there. A, nothing. <laughs> um, they might be missing a finger. They're missing an arm. They're missing a leg. And it doesn't mean that that couldn't be a, you know, a spirit who... Didn't have their leg, and but it's a good sign. That her, it's, but it's it's a good place to start. Yeah, you, they're never going to have a perfect form anyway. So Lucy is probably the most fun to play with if you're going to play with a demon. I don't know if she's still even there anymore, but uh, but she's portraying herself as a young yeah, girl to try to trick you to think she's harmless and that she's innocent. And they'll usually do that. Yeah, um, they I, usually start as a child to we try were, to lure you in. We were watching... Uh, it was Portals to Hell. Portals to Hell the, you know, the other night. And uh, they went to this museum, I think it was in Iowa, but there was a little clown doll and they got an EVP and it sounds like a little three-year-old kid. Three-year-old boy. Says, I'm stuck in this box. I'm stuck in this box. And it was Ew. the demon you know? for that was attached to the clown. See, that's why I really struggle with young spirits. Mm-hmm. I really struggle believing it's, that they're actually are just young spirits hanging around for me. It's, it's a, yeah, that's a hard one to swallow. I have mixed reviews on that. Because I I just always feel like they're trying to interpret someone young. Yeah. So I but don't Yeah, a lot a lot of the times they those type 3s will start off as a child. Yeah. to try to lure you in. Yep. Yeah. That's how Annabelle got started. Yep. But um, so Lucy, uh, just some stories with Lucy. Oh, there's a cat licking my toe. <laughs> it's like something. Talk about demons. <laughs> well, she is a little evil sometimes. Your demon cats. Um, some of the fun things I've had, I've, I do have some, some EVPs that I believe 
have uh, or our Lucy. There was one uh, one experience where we were down there, and um, Lucy had attacked one of the people I was leading a group. Lucy had attacked this girl. And I think this is the one. I think Josh and James, I think you guys were in the group on this one because we were just talking about the girl that... Uh, we were upstairs. And we all went upstairs. She got mm-hmm. attacked and then everybody went upstairs and left. But I left my recorder down there. And you can hear people talk upstairs like if someone's talking, right? You can hear the chairs moving and you can hear like the, the low mumble. Of like the muffle. The mu- yeah, it's very muffled, but you can hear that there are people because nobody's whispering upstairs. Yeah. But then over next to my recorder, you hear a couple, a little conversation. You can't hear what they're saying, but they're whispering like... Right next to the recorder. I mean, there's like a there's a good bang, mm-hmm. which is like right there. Obviously, not upstairs. And then there's a little bit of a a conversation that's going on. Yeah, and it's like you wouldn't hear that anywhere unless it was right there in that area. And so I think that was probably Lucy talking to somebody. Yeah, which so isn't was, which is super common when you get uh, EVPs. Is you'll have the the whisper. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, it's a whisper. It's it's rare to get a really good voice that is speaking clear like we do. Most of the time, they're whispers. Well, it, t- it takes takes effort for them to make the sound. I mean, they right. don't have a voice box that vibrates and makes a tone, you know, like we do. And so, I think any noise you can get out of them, period, is impressive. Right. Um, but um, but I, I do have that also. Uh, I do have a picture on my laptop here that um, it was taken by some friends from the old team we were in, and I just have it, and and it's actually a picture of Lucy. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, they debated on, well, is this somebody that was on investigation? Because it looked like somebody in a gray hoodie. And then one day I had it on my laptop, and I just zoomed in on it, and I'm like, no, wait, you guys come here. And they looked at it, and the medium you know, from the other team, she was like, duh, I've been trying to tell you guys. <laughs> But you can see, you know, you get in close and you can see the red eyes. And it's not like the back of a gray hoodie. It's a little gray shadow figurey thing with red eyes. And you can see a clear mouth and jaw and an ear. And it just looks like it reminds me of Gollum, kind of from Lord of the Rings or from The Hobbit, right? Cute. So that's Lucy. Um, Lucy's still, I don't know. I'm assuming Lucy's still there. I'm sure she's still there if she's guarding that portal. The building still exists. The restaurant just closed down. It's, um, it's supposed to be a new restaurant that has not opened yet. Nope. So, well, yeah, I'm we'll curious to see how there. that is going right. to pan out. Right? <laughs> yeah. uh, but I, I did have another, uh, just a, a story. This is one where we came across where it was supposedly a water elemental. But uh, Elisa kind of mentioned on this that, you know, there's elementals out there and people think that they are different creatures, kind of, kinds of a creature, that they're not a demon, a demon or... Um, and there's a lot of people who don't like the term demon. They just like inhuman. To me, it's all the same, honestly. Yeah. And I think, like Elisa does, I think that uh, these elementals, they're just demonic entities, you know, inhuman spirits, spirits who left, cast out of heaven, that have a certain affinity to manipulate some sort of elements. You know, there's earth elementals, there's, but this one would be a water elemental. And this, this residential investigation we went on, um, there were they were having a lot of problems with water pool like in the carpet on the main floor they would get just a big wet spot and like and they weren't peeing on the floor they weren't peeing on the floor they did have like a little a little chihuahua type dog but the dog wasn't peeing on the floor like there was like rooms where the dog doesn't go and they would get these wet spots um the weirdest part the weirdest thing was they would have like their laundry folded okay 
And so you have like they had like a stack of Levi's, you know, five or six pair of Levi's that were all just kind of stacked. Mm-hmm. And they were up on top of the dresser. Okay, they've been clean, laundry folded, and they were up on the top of the dresser, and water soaked in from the bottom up, like four up into the bottom four pairs, and it smelled. I was like, it was very wet, and it smelled like fabric softener. It was directly above the where the laundry room was down downstairs, but the dresser was dry, but the pants were wet. Oh, that's and weird. they hadn't folded them wet. They were, you know, they'd been dry. They'd come out of the dryer, folded anyway. Um, but that was one of the things. And then he would still just, they would get these random wet spots that would just appear. And then he'd get down, they'd smell it. And it smelled like fabric softener. It didn't smell like urine. The dog was like crazy horrified. There's no way a dog, there's no way a no. chihuahua is going to get on top dog, of your dresser. Doggers don't get up there. And but the, the dog, they said like the dog used to be this really mellow little dog. And just since these things started happening, that dog was never, it wasn't right. He was on edge all the time. He never slept. Just a stressed out little guy. Um, so we go, we investigate it, and we go, did you find out that there is actually uh, a spirit down there in the basement, in the laundry room, that was targeting the man of the house, um, had a real, real strong liking for the man. And so... I mean, there were other spirits in the house that kind of led us to, to say, you know, yeah, no, the one you want, it's over in that room. And we went in there and we did, uh, um, we had a medium there and she did help us to, we kind of pushed it out. It took a lot of work, but we did finally get it cleared out. And then following up with them the next day, they said it was like the dog slept on the couch, just slept solid through the whole night. Well, and that's the thing you'll notice too, is that it really affects animals a lot. and. There was this investigation that I went on and the dog was going crazy. I mean, it was like a, it was a black lab and it was barking all the time. And, and they were like, sorry, do you want me to take this out? And I was actually like, no, let's keep it in because that is a great indication on one, where it is on two, whether it's still here or not. So we kept the dog there and did our thing, did our investigation Got some EVPs, um, sounded female, and then um, realized it was a you know the type three the a demon if you will, and um, got it cast out. And when we did that, that dog was happy, wagging its tail, wasn't barking anymore. Like before, it would just sit there and like growl, you know, and then bark and growl and. And wouldn't follow us up the stairs, you know, things like that. And then all of a sudden it was just, it felt like it was like free and then it started going everywhere. Hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting how, cool. how much of a barometer for the paranormal the dogs are <laughs> right? or cats. Right. Um, but some of the other types of, of uh, inhuman spirits or type threes or demons, whatever you want to call I don't, like I said, there's people who are afraid to use the word demon. To me, it's all They're the all same. The same. And I don't care. It's like demon, demon, demon. I don't care. Um, I don't know what you guys. Well, all the feel. last thing you want to do is walk into somebody's house and tell them, okay. oh, you, "You have demons. a demon." <laughs> so, yeah, you, you don't do that. We do have a friend that did that on a residential. She told the little, this little old Catholic lady, and they, "You, you know, got demons." Walls and she go down the basement. And say, well, you got demons, and they thought the lady was going to die. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh, not what a homeowner like, no, 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 wants no, no, to no. hear. No, no. You, you don't. You don't. But, um, 
But there are people who will refuse to say, call anything a demon. And it's like, eh, I'd call it what it is. Yeah, no. Uh, but um, there are a couple other kinds. So you, you do have your ele- your, ele- your elementals that people talk about. You know, the, mm-hmm. there's air elementals, earth, air, water, water fire. The fire. And they'll portray themselves in certain different things and can cause different kinds of, of havoc. Um, like with the waters, a lot of plumbing issues usually. Not just a plumbing problem, but like recurring, we fix this. Why will it not? Um, but then there's also uh, the incubus and succubus. I wanted to kind of touch on those. Uh, an incubus is, well, basically a succubus is like a female type of thing where it would basically steal the seed of a man. So it would basically, so we're talking like Ghostbusters. You know, and there's that one scene where the, the Dan spirit kind of, Dan Aykroyd undoes his pants and then yep. makes him go cross-eyed with joy. Um, but, and then there would, an incubus is the male version of that where it would in insert and basically have its way with with somebody and violate somebody and that's the thing that demons they want to violate you they want you to feel violated and so that's those there's those spirits uh, you can go a lot more into those um you know back in the old days they used to uh, unwanted pregnancies they could just say that it was uh it was a, a succubus or that in, it was a demon i just heard one did you hear that <laughs> What, what, what was that, uh, Jamie? Who was that? Oh, that's Gizmo. Gizmo. That's Gizmo. And what was he doing? Singing the song of his people. <laughs> oh, of that. course. I love that. Um, but so I, I do have a couple of questions that uh, my daughter actually asked me. And you missed, so I you had missed a, my story. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Josh, Rewind. go back. <laughs> Josh, tell us a story. I'll tell you a story. He's going to ready. And this doesn't have anything to do with investigating because this happened to me well before. I am 100% certain that uh, uh, my ex's house had a demon in it. So I thought she was the demon. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, but Um, yeah. So uh, I think a lot of people are familiar with like Son of Sam who uh, got instructions to kill from his dog. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, BTK. Uh, yep. Heard voices. He was crazy. Yeah. I, I, I will, this will t- make you think maybe he's not that crazy. So every time I was at their house, right, I knew that her father had a gun. I knew where the gun lived. Um, but every time I was there, there was a little voice that would come into my head and say, grab it, kill him first. And then kill everybody else. Every time. For years. But only when you went over there, right? Only at that house. Only at that house. Yeah. Never happened anywhere else. None other time. But it's like, you know you can do it. You can do it real quick. Oh, man. That's scary. That is very scary. But I think, you know, and she she had mental issues. Yeah. I mean, there's... There but, were other people living in the house that had a lot but, of these. Right. And I just think that it was a, se- a, a condition of, yeah. and then that's like the, the part of, de- you know, demonic, you know, mentality, you know, suppression, yes. you know, yes. is that try to isolate, yep. but they try to get you to do things that you don't, wouldn't normally do. Right. That's, yeah. It's so not exactly who I am as a, yeah. as a person. Right. Yeah. So I was actually, it goes along with this as I was watching, you know how like on TV, how there'll be like the Christian channel, you know, and it'll be like uh, a religion, you know, the priests will come up and start preaching about, you know, in the scriptures or whatever. Well, 
I happened to watch this one. I It's not something that I generally watch, right? But I happened to watch this one where this guy was being interviewed. He was this priest, and he was like, I got to tell you this story. And um, he was like, I was, I had done all my schooling. I was just a brand new pastor. And he was like, I was 27 years old. And I had like this billboard sign or whatever. And um, to, you know, for his new congregation. And this lady calls him and was like, hey, um, are you pastor so-and-so? And he's like, yeah. She's like, well, I need you to come over and pray for me. He's like, what? She's like, well, don't you have it on your billboard? You know, call me and help. you're going to pray for me. <laughs> he was like, well, yeah, but what's going on? And she's like, I'm pretty sure I have a demon in me. And he was like, uh, how do you know that you have a demon in you? And she's like, because I have these thoughts. She's like, I have thoughts that scare me. I feel like I, um, she's like, I swear all the time now. I talk nasty. I'm angry all the time. And I'm pretty sure I could get away with murder and not feel bad about it. And and he's like, holy cow, I'll be, I'll be right over there, right? So he goes over and he's like, so how did this all happen? And she lives in this big old mansion. It's nice and beautiful, right? And he goes in and, and he's like, how did this happen? And she was in uh, their entryway, this big entryway, and there's a table there. And she's like, well, my husband's gone like five days a week. And so I started picking up reading the tarot cards. And she's like, I was doing tarot cards. And all of a sudden, my front door came open. I heard footsteps. And she's watching, but there's nothing. She's not seeing anything. She's like, I heard footsteps come from outside, come inside my house, and it went right into me. And <clears throat> he's like, wow, okay. He's like, all right, well, let's, um, I'm going to read the scripture. He's like, I have no idea. Like, He's like, I had no idea what to do. I, this is not any of my teaching. Um, and so he's like, I'm going to read uh, some scriptures, and we'll just see what happens, right? So he pulls out his scriptures. He starts reading. And um, I don't know what story he was reading, but all of a sudden she got contorted. There, She's sitting in this chair and she gets contorted and she starts like her knees. If you can picture her sitting on a chair or a couch or whatever, her knees go up to her chest. Her head kind of drops between her legs a little bit. So her head is like poking out like where her thighs are. And she just she goes, I hate you in like this male voice. And the guy is like, all right. Uh, God, I have no idea how to deal with this. I know you're stronger than me. And, you know, and so he was like, I need you to get rid of this. And in, in the name of God, I need you to get rid of this. Right. So he says all this, he does this prayer and she like literally just fell to the floor, just drops to the floor. And he's like, she laid there for like two minutes and she woke up and she's like, what am I doing on the floor? And he was like, well, pretty sure you're free of your demon. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't play with those tarot cards. Oh, but my goodness. like it was just it. And we we have seen, you know, where people can be possessed, if you will. Like you lose the sense of what you do and what you're doing. And um, it's a really scary situation because you you lose that control. And when you give up that control you don't know what's going to happen. 
right? So that's why we're really uh, adamant about keeping your wits about you when you're, you know, ghost hunting or when you're wanting to get into stuff like this. Keep your wits about you. Don't naturally or not naturally, but don't try to invite these type of of entities around you. And don't do it alone, right? Yeah, yeah. Nev- don't be alone. No. You guys people do it all the time alone and it's like don't 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 go off alone. I'm all, I'm a firm believer in the buddy system, even at the most mellow and safest of our yes. investigations. And then also never, never ever challenge them. No. Um you've heard me tell the story before about one of our friends that uh that we were down there at Family Tree and they saw this pair of glowing red eyes down the hallway and they said, It looks like it's challenging you to the you know, the leader of this team. I'm not gonna use his name today, but um and he goes, Oh yeah, well challenge accepted. And then he starts getting really agitated and really upset yep. and wants to hit people and wants to do yep. things. And they come and they came running across the, the restaurant and grabbed me. We went up to him outside and we gave him a blessing. And it took a it took a blessing and a bunch of selenite and it's a little bit of time for him to to kick it and mellow out. And he's like, What the heck was that? I'm like, don't ever challenge the man. Um, no, yeah, the- you can get like angry, you can, oh, like, yeah. everything changes. You can actually they have like a sometimes you can smell like a sulfur smell. Smelled that before. That was me. Excuse me. <laughs> You're releasing your demons. You know, there, there's <laughs> like there's there's the little signs that yeah, intense, you know, because you've got the smell. Mm-hmm. There's the anger. There's the thickness in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to watch your thoughts, and if they're not a natural, if it's not a natural thought that you normally have when you're doing things like this, you got to take yourself out of the situation. Be smart. Mm-hmm. So, but even type twos can give those to you. Even you know, just malevolent spirits that uh, that aren't demonic can still give you those impressions and stuff. As far there, are, you know, but like as far as these, the sulfur spells, that's usually the heavier, right? Um, but do you want to talk about the, like the th- the three the three the stages of a, of a possession? No, no, nah, okay. But we, we you know we kind of touched a little bit on like tarot cards and Ouija boards, um, but there's one like there's one character that is actually like associated with the Ouija board. Whether it's it's kind of a more modern day demon that's come about because right. of the Ouija board. And what is that one there, Jamie? Uh, that would be the Zozo demon. But Terry and I were talking about this earlier, and Terry actually brought up an interesting fact that I want her to kind of share. You want me to do that now? Yeah. Go now. <laughs> um. Well, because it's come about because of the Ouija board and people have talked about it more often that it's kind of more of a man-made demon mm-hmm. that we brought to life. Like a topa? We gave it, yeah. Topa. <laughs> we gave it life because it became popular with the Ouija board. It wasn't really a whole common until more around 2009 when it was featured on a ghost adventure episode. Season 10, episode three. <laughs> <laughs> you might know this, Jamie. And so it was just kind of a thought that this might be kind of a man-made demon and it was brought to life because social media, whatnot, talking about it, gave it life. That's an interesting, <clears throat> that's an interesting concept of it. Cause yeah, I, we don't think about how we can manifest things just because we yeah. give so much mm-hmm. thought and energy into something. Well, if you mm-hmm. think about it, they go off of fear, right? They love to create fear. Mm-hmm. And so if you have already started to create a type of fear from something that looks like, you know, I I would say um, the Slender Man. Yeah, the Slender Man is another Slender one. Slender Man is yep. one, yeah. right? And so somebody created that and 
Now, if if I were if I were an evil entity, I'd be like, sweet, that's a I'm going to take it. Yeah, I'm going to yep. totally do that. I'm going to take it. You know, because you have um, the Charlie Charlie game that wasn't very that, and then all of a sudden now there's this demon Charlie everywhere. Yeah, and like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. <laughs> <laughs> there's also that was Gozer. Oh, there was another one. <laughs> the Traveler was it has come. The JoJo. Momo. Momo. It was the Momo. That was another one that was just really recent that. All of a sudden, everybody was like, it was the Momo challenge. and Yeah. And it, oh, my. So, it, I mean, I think it's a lot easier to happen nowadays because of social media and how fast word can travel. Right. That something's just going to take that and grab it. And then all of a sudden, it's... And go with it. And it's, it it's there. It is, yeah. it is what it is. How always, like, toddler names, though? Like Juju, Zozo, Poo Poo. Easier for me. <laughs> yeah. Easier to say. Easier to say. They never have, like, a cool name. Like, well, the, like the old ones, like Beelzebub, you know. They might, but like Balthazar. If, if their names are they Aramaic, were, they were like, cool. Mm-hmm. If their if their names are Aramaic, are you can be able to pronounce that. No, I'm not gonna. Be able to. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but you just look at some of those old ones. Azrael, you know, it's like well, and also I think we give poo-poo. them the names, right? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think a lot of times, like how um, when we go to a place that we're investigating, a lot of the times we'll say, "Hey, can we call you this?" Right, Steve, and then we'll go with it, and then just call it that from then on. So I'm pretty sure a lot of this is just exactly a, how yeah. we got Lucy's name down there. Yep. So, but what else have you got on Zozo? Um, basically, it's just known as one of the more prominent demons today, uh, commonly reported as being responsible for like paranormal, obviously hauntings and poltergeist-like activities. And it it mostly comes through Ouija board use. Yes, absolutely. So they say no one knows what Zozo looks like or what type of being it is. But I, I mean, come on, what type of being is it? Right, demon. Okay, I mean, we do know. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't believe demons are real. <laughs> but you know, for those who believe that they have come uh, into contact with him, uh, they report the same terrifying experiences. So there's like that common ground. Um, Seems to be mostly commonly uh, contacted through Ouija board, like Terry said, uh, and powerful enough to inflict significant mental as well as physical harm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and which and is another thing is we've noticed when you have an evil entity, when you get scratched, how many scratches do you get? Three, three, three. three. You don't get yep. four, right? Typically, yeah, typically, typically three. It's typical. Yeah. Typically and why is three. that three? The mocking, Trinity. Mocking of the Holy Trinity. Mm-hmm. Just like the three knocks. Or the, maybe they only have three fingers. And they're missing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's kind of like that video we got. Mm-hmm. Whatever that thing was had three fingers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three long, gross fingers. But Zozo is also known by other names such as Zaza. Again. Zaza. <laughs> and she slaps police officers. Or Zo, Or Pazuzu, which I don't think that that's... One of them. Yeah, that's weird. I saw that. Like yeah. And they were also saying company. that usually when you make contact with Zozo, the, the planchette will go in figure eights mm-hmm. and then it'll go back and forth from Z-O, Z-O, Z-O. Mm-hmm. And that's usually how you know you've made contact with Zozo. And don't try doing this, guys. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't no. do it. Don't, be don't do it. Enough. Yeah. They say that Zozo has been around for hundreds of years. But like Terry says, I, I find it interesting that, you know, it, it became so popular, especially after Ghost Adventures. Well, I'm sure that spirit, that entity, has been around for a long time, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, but, I'm sure. You know, yeah. They just weren't employed as the uh, Ouija board, <laughs> right? Until that came until out. Until that came out, and then like, oh. 
So they've also reported that you can have contact with uh, the Zozo demon through like hypnosis, EVP, and even automatic writing sessions. Mm. So I haven't really heard a whole lot on that, but... I imagine though, because you know you're talking about intention, right? So, like, if my intention is to contact the 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 entity, right? You can get it on EVP, or you can get it any way you want it. If exactly. You're, if your intention or, is if you're to looking try to make for that it, contact. You're find yeah. It. yeah, but yeah. it could also be anybody else, any other. And you know, can, yeah, with their deceit, like, they could I, be I, anybody. Sure, sure, I'll be Zozo today for you. Hey, <laughs> that's what's gonna make you scared. <laughs> we Let's got this. just call me Zozo. I got you. Yeah, I have a little name tag that says Zozo. <laughs> so there's one kind of famous encounter with the Zozo. Um, so there was a man from Oklahoma, and his name is Darren Evans. So he and his girlfriend were using a Ouija board, and they apparently contacted uh, Zozo. Um, and the demon reportedly divulged, like, information. And then Evans, uh, to Evans from the other side... And as a result of this, you know, obviously Evans became more and more obsessed. He wanted to know more. And so he kept uh, on with the Ouija board and just became more and more obsessed over time. He started claiming he was a zoologist. Did he really? Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. That's wow. when you're spending way <laughs> right? too much time right? talking yeah, to yeah, the right? demon. Too much time on your hands. So, but, you know, as Evans kept on with this, with the Zozo demon, um, things got more sinister, obviously. As he kept going, um, he claimed that demons were following him at all times. Like, of course. Well, why know? wouldn't they? Why wouldn't right? they? They were telling him, watching him. Um, at, uh, Zozo even threatened his uh, young daughter saying he was going to steal her soul. And his daughter did end up getting sick and almost dying. Mm. And that's when Evans finally kind of realized, you know, I... I need to do something about this. You know, he had a nervous breakdown. He realized, okay, I got to get this thing away from me and my family. So um, he contacted and, you know, uh, pursued an exorcism in an attempt to uh, get Zozo away from him and his family. So he says it was a very terrifying experience that left a definite impression. I mean, why wouldn't it? Right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because if he's been so focused on it for mm -hmm. so long as part of his life, wanting to know everything he can about it, and now you're going to take it and remove it from your life. Yeah, of course. Well, I'm sure it became like some obsession and. Uh, Oh, it did. 100%. For sure. Yeah. Uh, So he now what Evans does is he runs a site that's actually dedicated to warning others about the dangers of messing with the Zozo demon Mm -hmm. and Ouija boards. So. I just want to expand to all demons. Just don't mess with them. Don't mess with any I mean, of them. One yeah. of the things that was interesting about that, that that's a fact about demons, right? They will tell you. So you said he became, they, they he was telling them things. Yeah. And it was a From great source. From the other side. Of, well, yeah. And that's, you know, demons will tell you 99 truths just to sell you on that one lie. 100%. You know, and that's they tell what you they do. truths. And, and so the, they'll, yeah, yeah, they'll yeah. tell you things like, well, that is so cool. And it is cool. But then you're like, tell me something more. And they'll tell you all sorts of things, and then you'll believe everything that they say, and then they'll sell you on the lie. Yeah. You know, the lie that nobody loves you, the lie that you should commit suicide, the lie that you should... That you don't matter. You should yeah. murder everybody in the house. They, yeah. they want to take... That you should take that gun. They want to take should. that person down, and then everybody else they can with them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then they get a bonus when, they, you know, when they take somebody down. They get extra cupcakes and... <laughs> <laughs> Devil's food cupcakes? Burnt, extra Burnt Krispy Kremes. <laughs> Burnt cupcakes. 
So what do you got for questions, Mr. Mike? So questions uh, that my daughter asked, I told her I would uh, I would bring up. And maybe you guys you know, listening have these same kinds of questions if you don't. And if you do have other questions that, that we haven't answered, if you have anything that you want to ask us, reach out. We would love to answer your questions. Um, Absolutely. Whether it's individually or if you want us to talk about it on the show, we might be able to do that. But um, if you have questions, by all means, ask. You know, Don't be afraid to ask. Because um, that's how we learned. You know, we've learned by asking and, and by experiencing. So a uh, question she had, uh, so how do demons look when they're not showing themselves? So when you're, they're presenting themselves to us, you know, we talk about how, like Lucy, for example, portrays herself as a little girl, or they'll portray themselves in some some um, unassuming, you know, it doesn't look like they're the big, scary, you know, hi, I'm a demon. You know, they're usually a little bit more They try to innocent. look almost as normal. As yeah. they can. Yeah. They look they, they they don't look menacing. So she goes, How do they look when they don't when they're not doing that? This is really a lot of the uh if a tree falls in the woods and no one's around, does it make a noise? Hey, teenagers have some of the yes. most amazing thoughts. <laughs> they, they do. It does yeah. make a noise yeah. just because no one's there to hear it. Does the sun come up if in Japan if I'm not there to see it? Well, right. But I mean it's kind of that this type of question, right? It does. So my answer, she goes, Wouldn't they look just like us? You know, if they were spirits like us that just got Kicked out of heaven. And so my answer um, to her, and it's a theory. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know it. I don't know any answers for sure. Because if you ever saw one, it'd be allowing it to present itself to you and you would see what it wants to see. So it's going to present itself how it wants to to you. Exactly. And so, like, obviously, we wouldn't know unless. We wouldn't know. But my theory would be that they would look fairly similar to us. However, I would think, you know, just so just basing off this picture that, that, like I said, of we have of, of Lucy um, that they would probably look a little bit more dark and loathsome to use a, a scriptural term. They wouldn't have, you know, let's, let's look at, at Gollum, right? Let's go Lord of the Rings. And I know we talked a little bit about this before we, uh, we started recording, but, but it's a good analogy. It is. So if you look at Gollum, you know, in Lord of the Rings, he was once Smeagol. He was uh, of the river people, you know, and then he found this ring and it started to whisper to him, and he was a normal, normal-looking dude. And then he lost the ring and uh, went down in the caves looking for it, and was so obsessed with it, um, and so obsessed with the envy and the anger that it turned him. And he's no longer looked like, you know, the normal river person that he was. He looks like the little dark creature that he is. It looks became Gollum. Um, and they kind of do that comparison if you if you read the books or watch them, watch the movies because I'll, I'll be honest, I've never read the books. I never learned how to read. Those books are so, hard to read. Who? Those are hard to read, man. They, they make me fall asleep. Yeah. yeah, I'm still not sure which one's Saruman or Sauron or yeah, I, yeah, I still struggle. Anyway, so then she goes, "How come they get powers if they're evil? You know, because we believe that powers are given to us as gifts from like God, right? So my answer to that one um, are that. Satan is a great imitator. You know, Satan can give powers. They're not the same. They're not as good as what God can give. But he'll give powers and try to tell you that they are very mighty. I mean, there's stories about that between the priests of, of Baal versus, uh, is it Moses? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm blanking on my scriptural history here. But, um, but yeah, so Satan's a great imitator. And so those powers that they have are imitations but it's just like the power of creation. They don't have the power of creation. So they that's where the succubus and the incubus come in. They kind of mock that power of creation. 
of, of procreation. There's the uh, um, being able to portray itself as something, but they can't quite create a perfect human form because um, it's lesser powers. So um, how would they possess us? If we don't invite them in, are there ways that they can still possess us? Because we've told her, you know, they don't come in. It doesn't happen unless you invite them in. And typically that is the case, although there are those who are more sensitive and who um, are more susceptible to being attacked and to, to, to them coming into their lives. Yeah, so uh, like example, me and Terry. Yeah. Right? <laughs> You've got one extreme versus the other extreme. You, yep. put, yeah. us, you put us in, in a room, not together, separately, right? But you put me into a room by myself. And With a demon. With a demon, and it's going to be scary as crud for me, right? But then you put you put Terry in that room by herself. She's going to be sitting there falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is one of the reasons why we work so well together when we investigate. Yeah. Because my natural shield allows you to be more open and more comfortable with stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is true. I, I'm very jealous of the things that happen with you guys. <laughs> it's like, it's like we go we somewhere and just like we break off. It's like Josh and I, like when we were up in Idaho. Josh and I are up there in like the big living room and you guys are like down. I don't even know where you guys no, were. No, it was me and Jamie you downstairs. And Jamie. Okay, she was upstairs. With- but nonetheless. Yeah. Like, yeah. We got nothing. And everyone else has all these cool things. And we're just like, man. <laughs> That's because we, we hung out in the hallway and they're all hiding in the rooms. Yeah. We just didn't want to go in the rooms and sit on the beds that we make them clean. Yeah. Yeah. There are lots of beds in that. There's lots of beds in that building and... If you mess them up, then they have to clean them and they have to strip them and change them out. So, and we'd like the lady there and we want to make her clean more rooms than they had to. Oh, no, no, yeah. So, but typically, if, if you're not sensitive and some people don't know that they're sensitive, mm-hmm. um, then you know, then you know, you, you do have to invite them and you can't invite them. It's not like it's not always like doing a well, even, board thing, even if you're not saying, inviting them in, me. but you get stuck in a situation that you didn't know you were going to be in. Okay, Mm -hmm. like your friend invites you over to a party at their house, not knowing what their house is like. You walk into this house and this house is not a house of order. And Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're stuck in a situation and all of a sudden you're like, why am I here? What am I doing here? And you get attacked. You would had no preparation for that whatsoever. Right. So it's not like you were inviting them in, but you just ended up in a situation that you weren't prepared for. So at that point, you're like, okay, I got to be smart about this. This doesn't feel good because it's not going to feel good. I got to get get out of here. Yep. Yep. And we've told her, if you ever go somewhere and you're at a party or wherever and they break out a Ouija board, call me. I will come and get you she right away. She has a secret code to text me. Yep. yep. She does. She has a code that she can text us. And it's a no questions asked. Call us. You send us. Yeah. You tell us and we'll come. Regardless of what's happened, where you are. You're not where you said you were going to be. Fine. Doesn't matter. We will come get you. And make us look like the bad guy. My dad's being a jerk. Make me come home. <laughs> I don't care. Um, and then she also asked, uh, if you let one enter, does that mean that all can enter? And typically, yeah, you mess with one, you mm-hmm. mess with the whole burrito and, uh, you know, you invite one in and it's just invite them all. It's an open door. I mean, you go back to the new Testament and they say, you know, you know, there was casting out, uh, devils and like, who are you? And it's like, we are legion. You know, we are so many. We're, there's many, you know, many as can cram in there. Well, if you think about it, I mean, they're very selfish, right? Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, screw you. I'm going to be able, I'm going to try mm-hmm. to take part in this. I'm going to take part in this and I'm going to take part in this, right? So, 
Anyway, so those are just the questions that she had. If you have other questions, we would love to answer them um, if we haven't touched on them. There's so much we could talk about when it comes to inhuman mm-hmm. spirits, dem- demons, demonic entities, whatever you want to call them. Um, but I would uh, just tell everybody, just don't seek them out. Be careful. Yeah, and, and that goes into the, the the last bit of this, too, when we start talking about demonology. Um. Looking into that, there's lots of online courses you can find that are like, hey, become a certified demonologist. Take this course type of deal. Um, Is that like becoming a pastor on the Universal <laughs> the Universal Life Church? I do have one yeah. of those certificates. Yeah, I, I think so. Universal um, Life Church. The thing is, is like demonology being the study of demons, like you're the point of the point of doing it is to know, essentially know your enemy, right? Because if you know who your enemy is, then you can get rid of them and, and take care of them, right? Um, the thing is, is like it's also a gigantic target. Like those who become demonologists and exorcists, they're one. They are actually, you know, part of the Catholic Church. That's the only order of the exorcists that actually exist that are official. Um, and from like. People that we've known, there's one one person we've known that's been actually a member of the of that group, and he's not one to actually sit there and talk about it because it's not it's not a pleasant world. But in the same token, like you know, it's not one of those things you can like like dip your toe in and like oh I, like I'm gonna dabble a little bit and then I'm good. It's like you're opening up a box you do not want to play with. So um, <laughs> what I did find funny though. There's a universe. There's a university of North uh, it, at the University of North Texas. They have an English class, and it's called the American Demonology. So you can take a class on demonology. It's a good elective. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, there's also another course. There's another school there that actually has a major in demonology, um, but it is actually a seminary college. So like, they mean to right. d- <laughs> dabble with that stuff. Whoa. So. Um, Did we just give EVP? <laughs> no, it's Gizmo again. Gizmo again. <laughs> He's fighting demons. Um, and the other thing too is like, watch for people that call themselves demonologists. Like, there's a lot of people that will go on a ghost hunt and like, I'm a demonologist now. Yeah, it's just like everybody that goes on a ghost hunt and says, I'm a medium. I'm a medium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not how it works, folks. No, so. it is not. Um, and so, yeah, it's just kind of one of those things. Like, just be careful with, with this stuff. This stuff is... It's not to be taken lightly by any means. Um, Anything in the paranormal is nothing to be taken lightly. No. 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 This is just that dark, deep end of the pool, though, that you kind of stay out of. We stay out of it. I mean, we don't even go there. I mean, we happen Mm -hmm. upon it, but seldom, you know, do we muck with it. Yeah. If we come upon it, we'll we'll do our best to take care of it, but it's not something we're searching for or it's not something that we're hoping to find either. We don't seek it out. No. No, and nor are they on every single investigation you ever go on. Nope. In fact, they're a lot. They're a lot less common than you yep. might might yeah. think. But then again, there are people who say, "Well, there's only so many demons, right?" And so it's, it can't be. It couldn't be a demon. There's only demon, and you know, and they all have names and stuff. I've heard that too, and I'm like, no. Well, that's the thing is like looking in. So, looking at the the uh, the studying that I did, there is two texts that have that give numbers, right? One of them is the book of Jude, who says the there's tens of thousands or 10,000 demons. 
Um, now there's the book, uh, the second book of Enoch, um, that the book of Jude is that passage of that passage from the book is actually almost word for word from the book of Enoch. Um, and that phrase is tens of millions. So I would go with more of the tens of millions. If you look at it, and, and this is just me. If you go, if we you go to the the book of Revelations, they talk about how the third part of the a third of the host of heaven, right, was cast out. And so, look how many people have lived on this earth. Yeah, who, <laughs> a lot. who has right? ever lived or will well, still uh-huh. still coming? And one third of that. One third of that. Yeah. So it's we'll, a lot. Let's figure. We got. Uh, see, I think the world's population right now is five billion. Uh, no, that's just China. <laughs> I thought it was eight. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Let's just let's just go with let's just go with three, just to be like on the short side of things, right? That would be one billion. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a lot. Seven point nine billion people. Yeah. So Jamie was right. Eight billion. And and those people and us, we come here. We have a a lifespan, and then we die, and so then we're not not here. But these spirits, they've been here the whole time. Yeah. And they're patient. And they're patient. Oh, they're patient. So they if will you wait and wait. And if you invite them, it doesn't mean they're going to come right then. It might mean that they're going to come when you're most vulnerable. It's so, an open invitation. Yeah. Yep. So you're Open-handed. on a ghost hunt and you say, push me down. Scratch me. Come play with me. Yeah. Come on. Come, come show me how angry you are. Come on. Show me how tough it's, you are. It may wait until you get home and you're all by yourself. And it could be months later. It could oh, be yeah. years. It'll wait three. Yeah. It'll it, wait it for will wait four years until you just got fired, and, and your wife left you, and you're at your lowest point of lows. And they're like, "Oh, hey, remember me? Remember me? <laughs> remember Guess you what? invited I'm me to come and scratch you? you. It's time for us to play. Yeah, let's let's do some big scratching. Yep. So be careful what you say. Be careful what you do. Don't entice it. Just don't challenge it. Don't challenge. Don't investigate alone. No, I don't know. And that's the other thing too is like if you watch the ghost shows, they're like, "Oh, send Aaron in there by himself," or oh, send Aaron, this person. Aaron always gets picked on to go well, by himself. He does. <laughs> Poor but guy. He's not alone. He has no. a cameraman. He's got he's a cameraman. cameraman. <laughs> he's never alone. He's no. got somebody with him. These yes. guys—they're never alone because guess what? There's someone there with a the camera. Yeah. There's probably a producer. There's part of the production crew. Mm-hmm. These people are never alone. So don't. Don't think that – just don't do what they do. And even if they are, like, alone and they have, like, their own handheld camera or whatever, there's people watching them right down the hall that they can be to them that quick. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not like where they're off across, you know, like at Benson, they're over in the big mill and there's nobody around. The closest person is over at the school, you know, and you have no idea what's going on. there. I mean, there's somebody watching them knowing yeah. what's happening. There's yeah. people around all over the place. Mm-hmm. So don't ever investigate alone. No. And and that's like with the tarot card piece, right? Um, I'm sure the guy that uh, Mr. Evans with the with the Ouija board, I bet you he was doing that a lot alone. Mm-hmm. Like these are, you know, it's it's an open invitation, and it's like you're just not being smart. Yep. Because there's not there's no one there to say, don't do that, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's where I would also encourage folks if if you if you want to do you know paranormal investigating. Go find a, a an experienced group, a you know a vetted group, somebody that's been around, that's been doing it a long time, that can show you how to do it and to do it safely. Um, I mean, this isn't something that we all just decided to wake up one day to go do. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> you know, it, it lot, took a lot of tutelage to to learn, and we're still learning. It's a never ending process, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
That's what I love about it. That's what, yeah, that's why you it's never stop learning. No. So, anything else we want to talk about as far as, uh, no, I think we inhuman type three demonic. Nope. Whatever you want to call them. I think we covered it. Yeah. All right. And we, we haven't even scratched the surface. That's the amazing part. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot more. Um, I mean, there's tons of. There's so there's much ton- more we could go into on about it, but there's no snow need to. No. All right. Well, good enough then. So uh, come back next week, two weeks. We'll have another episode for you. Um, in the meantime, you can find us on the social media platforms or on the interweb. Uh, we can find us on uh, Instagram. We're at where, Terry? We are at cold spot underscore paranormal, paranormal underscore research. <laughs> come find us. And on Facebook, where, Jamie? Uh, well, you can find us on a couple places. You can find us on Cold Spot Paranormal Research on Facebook or Paranormal Peace Podcast. And if you're one of the older people like us and happen, MySpace. happen to be on MySpace <laughs> or, or, or Twitter, you can find us at CPR Paranormal. We should really create a... Wait, is MySpace still there? It's, no, not really. It's, there, <laughs> it's like, like You can should, find some stuff on there. We should create one just to be funny. <laughs> That would be interesting, wouldn't We're it? We're on AOL.com. <laughs> Use uh, dial-up. Use right. Netscape. Oh, yeah. Even Explorer is <laughs> going away. Um, anyway, uh, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate all of our followers. Um, how many How many followers are we on Instagram, Terry? We're like 297. We're nice. almost to 300. Ooh, Come on, 300. Getting close. Your friends. I know we're all over the world. I know we have the, there's one listener in Scotland. Shout out to you, young lady. We actually just got some new followers from Canada. Oh, right on. Hey, look at that. Welcome, yeah. A. We are international. International, A. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to stop listening now. <laughs> Don't make fun of us. All right, you guys. Well, until next week. Stay. Have a, nope, go ahead. Go ahead. Say, have a wonderful week. Do good stuff. And stay ghosty, my peeps. Thank you for listening to the Paranormal Peeps Podcast. You can find us on social media at Twitter at CPR Paranormal, on Facebook at Paranormal Peeps Podcast, and Cold Spot Paranormal Research. And you can find us on Instagram at Cold Spot underscore Paranormal underscore Research.